I'm leaving that laugh in there because I'm As well you should, everyone. This is Kirsten. I'm Nick Finch. And this is the Holly Debatable Podcast. Actually, the true comedy Holly Debatable Podcast. Because, you know, this whole title thing. Make sure this thing gets published everywhere. Want to make sure we don't have someone else's title there. So, today, Nick, what are we talking about? Man, we're talking about movies that affected our lives. And these don't, this is, won't be necessarily a top ten here. But these will be movies that... You know, made us laugh, made us cry, taught us things, affected the way that we behave. Like, when you hear these movies come out of our mouths, you will hear how they change the way we interact with the world or, or you know, dealt with the way we interacted with the world. Just, you know, helped us look at the world a different place, different okay. way, or, you know, made a different place. So, I think the obvious thing we should do is we should start, you know, as millennials born in 88 and 89 respectively, I think that we should just go ahead and get this one movie out of the way that we both had on our list that obviously affected our lives. You mean The Passion of the Christ? No. Oh. Nope. So, yes, um, (laughs) clearly that movie, especially if you listen to episode one. Right. (laughs) That movie is The Lion King. Obviously, it's The Lion King. That's a very um, powerful movie. You go ahead. For me, it was the first movie I ever saw in movie theaters. I legitimately remember begging my parents forever and ever and ever to take me to see The Lion King. They never did, but I still saw it in theaters. <laughs> I just, never mind. I don't even want to know. But it was the same thing for me. It was the first movie I ever saw in theaters and just everything about it. The the uh, the music, uh, the story, mm-hmm. everything about it was just profoundly uh, influenced the way I behave with the world. I mean, heck, my niece's name is Nala. It's true. I don't know how we just let that slip our mind. So that not only affected you, it affected family. Like, The Lion King is one of those movies with some staying power. Absolutely. It has so much staying power that, you know... We're not getting paid to plug them. You're right. Now that we've gotten The Lion King out of the way, it's obviously a movie that affected us. Um, You go ahead with your next one. Okay, so... I'm taking this whole, whole movie thing very liberally. Okay. I look at it as also... With the rise of streaming service and things like that, things that kind of premiere episodically in movie format, if I have to wait over a year for the next episode, I'll use a movie. Um, So one movie that has really affected me, or the movie series, is the Sherlock series that BBC does that was released on PBS with Benedict Cumberbatch. My whole just outlook on things, I've always been a huge Sherlock fan, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle fan. So just really seeing this new telling of Sherlock was just great to me. Like, having a crappy day, watching Sherlock, putting Sherlock on my TV in my office. One, because it's safe to watch at work, because not everything is safe to watch at work. Oh, ain't that true? Sherlock is. And also a lot of my approach to people is somewhat how... Benedict Cumberbatch as Sherlock sees it just with no apathy, just cut dry to the point. It is what it is. That can be cursed. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes you have to deal with people like that. It's, yes. the, only, it's the only way you can deal mm-hmm. with them, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, stay, it, you know, employed. True statement. And it came with some great characters, like the Jim Moriarty character was freaking awesome. Like one of my favorite lines is, Sherlock's talking about people having to die, and Sherlock's, that's what, not Sherlock, but Moriarty's like, that's what people do. And it is. You don't want people to die, but that's what they do. That's sad. But you take that 
whole that's what people do. Whenever I get mad at someone for doing something I deem stupid, that's just what people do sometimes. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. They can't see the things the way I see it. That's just what people do. That's a solid life philosophy because if you go around thinking like, man, I just wish you could see it the way I see it so you wouldn't do and say stupid things, just, ugh, will you stop being stupid? And I don't do it like that. No. Well, I, you know what? I'm going to bail you out here because, okay. you know, we talk about specific movies and all things of that nature. So there was a Lion King, obviously, one Disney movie, but there are other Disney movies that affect it that are just like uh, bits and pieces, mm-hmm. like from Pinocchio. I learned to be honest. I think Pinocchio was one of those things like, I don't want my nose to grow, so I'm just going to tell the truth. <laughs> True statement. Uh, you, you can ask my mom. I'm like, I'm a pretty honest person. There's not much lying when it comes to Nick Finch. Well, um, Pinocchio, to me, I, I remember the cartoon Pinocchio, but the one that messes me up to this day, and it, it this did affect me to the fact that like live action stuff messed with me, like the Jonathan Taylor Thomas live action Pinocchio where he's all wood, it's a kid. It, ugh. Ugh, just thinking about that now <laughs> creeps me out. I don't even know if I watched it. Don't. Um, 101 Dalmatians, you know, made me like animals a little bit more. Okay. Because dogs and cats are oh, nasty. <laughs> That was an inside joke for people who know that. They're going to laugh. But we can invite people in. Let's just say somebody's parents. Mine. My mom. Don't like the animals. And they believe they are nasty. By the way, we have a pet cat named Gracie. What? Yes. There's a pet cat on Pew Hill Lane? Yes. Oh, my Lord. Right? Oh, my God. And she has babies. Okay. And we feed them all. Now I think you're lying. I'm not lying. (laughs) I'm not lying. Every time I go home, it's like, oh, we have cats and we feed them. And we got, like, premium, not premium cat food, but, like, you know, cat food. We got to buy from the stove. I'm like, Oh, my goodness. Y'all just ain't giving the cats the collard greens and all the leftovers. Oh. Oh, my word. It's crazy. Okay. Okay, and then the other... Disney movie that mm-hmm. that immediately came to mind when we started making this list was Fox and the Hound. I remember Fox and the Hound. And and the reason Copper. <laughs> <laughs> but the, all right, this is a little deep now. It reminded me that folks from different places mm-hmm. and different backgrounds can come together and be friends, mm-hmm. no no matter the circumstance. So that's why. You know, Fox and the Hound has always been something I remember. Shut up. No, that's, a, that's a, that just made my heart smile. Oh, well, I'm, I'm happy to make your heart smile. But, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Okay. Now, let's get out of this Disney stuff. What you got? Well, we'll get back to it eventually. Oh. But I'm going to say, I'm going to start. <laughs> I'm going to start with the movie that I'm going to preface with. While making this list, I text my siblings. To ask them what are some of my favorite movies. And one of them replied, Slave movies. <laughs> LMAO. <laughs> little did they know, but little do you all know. Yeah, some of them really, really, really have affected me. Um, we'll, we'll go one way and then hit the other. Like 13 Years a Slave, those performances in that movie. It's 12 years. 12 years. Okay, let me. Thirteen is a movie, another movie documentary. It is Twelve Years a Slave. Thank you for correcting me, Nicholas. Twelve Years a Slave. The performances in that movie literally were amazing, and I understand why it got all the awards it did. The actor inside of me don't think I would ever be able to crawl 
out of that place, I would have had to go to to play some of those roles. Mm-hmm. I remember doing an Underground Railroad simulation in elementary school or middle school. I don't know why my gifted class thought this was a good idea to take all these brown people <laughs> to play Underground Railroad and not be traumatized. Because I was. And I just remember sitting down watching 12 Years a Slave having all those memories of, oh my God, somebody's about to kill me or somebody's about to take my family and separate us. It just brought a new lease on life. Right. Now, on the contrary to that, to Django, <laughs> and I know it's Django, <laughs> Django, also some fantastic performances that literally to this day get me through my day. <laughs> Samuel Samuel L. Jackson's character, Stephen. If there has ever been a role I've wanted to play in cinema, it has been Stephen. Just, oh, from the looks, from the haircut, from the accents, from the, you want him to sleep in a big house? Not if you don't mind burning everything, the sheets, bed, everything. Like, (laughs) everything he did in that role was awesome. (laughs) Oh. The, cl- the night ride scene I was going to say the clan scene what it is but it's the night ride is how I was listening on the scenes and the DVD just that whole movie is hilarious but it brings so much realness that most people aren't expecting to see in cinema especially post 2010 like the amount of detail and research that went into how slaves were transported what you saw how gory it was yes it's a Tarantino movie so you expect to see blood and gore and everything but it was done so classic. It was done with such class that it was just awesome. I'm, I want to let you know that 12 Years a Slave almost made this paper because just of how mad it made me. But there's another oh, movie. Oh, I couldn't. Ooh. Oh, I had the time when I watched 12 Years a Slave. Yeah, you, we watched that at the house. Yes, remember? yes, yes. We had to cut that off. Yeah, we had to cut it off, come back to it. Like, uh-uh. Yeah. Mm-mm. Man, how terrible was that, man? Just. <laughs> If y'all had been at that house with us and our wives when we watched that movie, everybody was mad. We, I don't even know what we did. I really think halfway through that movie, we stopped, ate food, sang stupid songs, tried, like we treated that the way I do horror movies. Y'all were mad at me for being light skinned. Look, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> I'm so mad. You look, just look at me like, why you gotta be so light? Cause we dark and we out there. We far out in the field. I know I am. I mean, I'm still a dude. I've probably been out there too. I just gotten darker. Okay. Now. Okay. So something funny. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is one of my favorite movies of all time. So I'm gonna hit it right here, okay. right now. Mean Girls. How did that not make my list? <laughs> all right, now, folks who don't understand. Let me tell you why, for once and for all, I'm going to give the secret to why this is my favorite okay. movie. And I'm just going to let you all know, we're recording this on a Wednesday, and you know if you're a Mean Girls fan, on Wednesdays we wear pink. Right. Um, for Nick to be such a huge Mean Girls fan, and for me as well, neither of us are wearing pink for probably the first Wednesday in a really long time. And I mean, like, probably since the movie came out. Right, right. I'm actually re- I, I wore pink earlier to play basketball in. Okay. I will say that. But the reason this movie is one of my favorites, there's two. One, I think all the jokes are hilarious. There's <laughs> so many one-liners in uh-huh. it. Want to do something fun? Want to go to Taco Bell? Like, that's so stupid. It's so stupid that I can't help but enjoy it. Mm. And the second reason, and this is 
Just gonna have to be honest. I feel like this is gonna be a really hoish response. It is very. I think the girls are hot. Well, I can. That I can. Makes the movie Queen Bees and Wannabes. That was based off that book, and it was very evident there. You know, when I was younger, I was like, "What is this? <laughs> wow, they are pretty." Whoa, look at Lindsay Lohan. Back before, you know, her her issues. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, wow, this is great. And then, you know, the you know, the girls around me and it's like, hey, I like mean girls. I'm like, I mean watch this some more learn new clothes things like I had something to talk about. I'm not like all moms. I'm a fun mom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's why. I just went ahead right with it. If we were making this into it's like a true, highly debatable, that'd have been number one. That's okay. number one for all types of movies. Well, to me, Tina Fey is awesome. That's why Baby Mom is on my list though. Uh-huh. Some really awesome movies. And it's really weird as to why that's on my top list. When I went to college, it's kind of like the first movie me and my friend group went to. So we went and saw Baby Mama and almost got shot. Yes. <laughs> Nick is doing the Amy Poehler right now. This, when they're in Lamaze class, like, who wants the drugs? She's like, woo, woo. <laughs> hands go up. Yeah. <laughs> great times, great times. Then, did she write Sisters, too? I don't know. Never seen Sisters. Sisters. Oh, yes, I have seen Sisters. Yes, I think she she at least EP'd executive produced it, I know. But that was the one where, because you would expect Amy Poehler to be the one that's kind of, you know, going off the rocket. wild child. But they they made Tina Fey the wild child Mm -hmm. and Amy the straight one. Tina Fey's um, Sarah Paulson. Not Sarah Paulson. Who ran with McCain? Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. There we go. Mixed up two white women. <laughs> it's easy to do. <laughs> That's racist. It is what it is. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, her impersonation of Sarah Palin is quite hilarious and it's still quoted every day. So it's it's my go or your go? It's your go. I just did Mean Girls. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> oh, since I talk at movie quotes, not all of them are appropriate. And I contribute some of my inappropriate ones to um, Cat Williams and American Hustle. Oh. <laughs> so, just hilarious. Cat before his issues was hilarious. And I mean, everything. 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 <laughs> I mean, I know Kevin Hart's big in the game and doing great things, but... Cat Williams did some things that I just don't see many people do. Man, Cat Williams. Her, okay? Cat Williams had everybody yes. quoting him, man. Ain't my head luxurious. <laughs> don't act like my, my head, head luxurious when you know that it is. <laughs> I mean, you can't go in a club and say everybody in the F everybody in the club. Wait for it. Wait for it. Then you get knocked in the head. Like it's real life lesson. <laughs> Taught me that like you can't do everything with all your friends. Right. <laughs> I mean, just life lessons learned from Cat Williams. I really like the fact that we're cleaning this up just yes. to make sure we don't have to put the little e. We don't want to. We don't want to check the little e box. Right. We're gonna clean this up a little bit. I mean, my mom's gonna listen to this and. Table, um, dinner table talk is alright, but not dinner table talk online. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Okay. Okay. Don't you feel like a tiger? I don't much feel like a tiger. Maybe I'm a vicious koala bear. When you work for a school who's passing out the tiger, that's every single day. I don't much feel like a tiger. Maybe I am just a vicious koala bear. I'm sitting in my office just updating stuff. I really don't feel like a tiger, but I guess here I am working for the tigers. Don't nobody say tigers more than me. Yeah, They're I mean, great. I mean, it might my be. My mascot look like a knockoff. Never mind, Tony the Tiger. Ooh. 
Ooh. Knock off Tony the Tiger. It is super orangey. What? Orange. What? What Tiger mascot don't look like some version of a knockoff Tony the Tiger? The one we had previous. Okay. <laughs> Where's the lot? I tried to bail you out. I tried. <laughs> It's okay. It is what it is. You can put that on my tombstone. <laughs> Eyes tried. Alright. So, again, you know me. I quote movies all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go to one of my first movies that I watched religiously when I was 12, about 12 years old. Which, this is not an appropriate movie for a 12 year old. <laughs> but, I watched this a bunch of times. Oh, Lord. It's, um... Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Oh, that's an inappropriate movie. The second Austin Powers movie. I'm going to tell you something right now. I hate Austin Powers. I did not watch and enjoy an Austin Powers movie to maybe 28. Why? My age. I just didn't like it. You know, again, this should be stated about me right now. The dumber the movie, the better for me. Like, I do not like serious movies. Like there's some there's some great movies that, that people love. Mm-hmm. Like I'll give you a perfect example. I'm like and I'm like I'm gonna be a very minority when I say this. People love the new Batman trilogy. Right? With oh, Christian so, Bale. So you're just gonna bring that right up off my list, okay? Okay, well we can get to it. Yeah. I don't care for it. I don't think it's fun. I don't enjoy it. But you wanna know what movie I've watched a hundred times and I'm gonna go home and watch it again if it's on? What? Batman and Robin. Okay, because that's hilarious, and it has Uma Thurman in it. It's, it is hilarious, it's, but that's my point. It's like the people, <laughs> the forecast calls for ice. I mean, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Who thought that was a good casting? You have Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to pronounce all of these scientific words, <laughs> and he can barely pronounce his own name. But that's why it's so great. It's so stupid. It's True. so stupid, Kirsten. That's why I love these movies. They're so dumb. I go to the movie to just escape reality. I like the dumbness, which is why I love Austin Powers. It is okay. so stupid. Okay. <laughs> When a problem comes along, you must zip it. Watch, zip it good. <laughs> I can't even get the reference, but I appreciate it. That's, that's, that's what he's telling Scott to shut up. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I can, I'm going to tell you why I love the Dark Knight trilogy. <laughs> it, the, like, the scope of it, cinema wise, was freaking awesome. Um, and yeah, Batman's my favorite comic book superhero. Um, also, Luke Cage has hold it down for the brown folks. But that was just a really awesome movie. I was real mad at first when I saw some of the creative liberties Christopher Nolan was taking, like the Batmobile. But it's all right. I got over it. Seeing one of those in real life, pretty cool. Um, let me hit a movie that has a little bit of... Eventually, I will veer away from slave movies <laughs> or like downtrodden my people movies. But let me explain to you something. The movie Rosewood. Ooh. Woo. I was introduced to that movie later in life, like more adult. So being able to watch that movie adult and learn about something I didn't know about how some lady falsely accused this brown man of rape and how it just turned the town into turmoil and this is based on real life real facts and figures and be able to have really inclusive um, 
conversations, really being able to talk to people, have some with some thought provoking thought provoking responses was really unique. It was one of the first experiences I've ever had with that. I've never actually watched a movie and discussed it with people. Well, a movie like that with people outside of my race to see their viewpoints and how it made folks feel. So that was really interesting. Um, Boy, that's heavy. It was heavy, but let's follow it up with The Color Purple, an equally heavy movie. <laughs> that to me is hilarious. Um, Steven Spielberg, I think, did a great job with offsetting a lot of those heavy undertones with some real comedy, some great acting, and that and that score from Quincy Jones. Sister is my sister's ringtone on my phone to this day. So, you know what? That's funny because that's my sister's ringtone. Uh-huh. And you hate the movie. <laughs> well, I don't hate it as much as I used to. Like I hate. Okay. okay, let me let me get this straight now. I hated the movie because back when I was younger, I kind of beefed with my sister. Like we didn't see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. So her favorite color was purple. So I hated everything oh. that had to do with purple, including the movie The Color Purple okay. because it had purple in it. Oh, okay. I'm that kind of petty. That makes more sense. Yeah, but I don't hate the movie now. I think it's enjoyable. Like I, I, well, I think we watched it again yeah. when you we were at the house Black. and. Like, I loved it. I would definitely say read the book as well, because yes, there are some things kind of left out or just barely hinted on in the movie, but it's a great piece of work from beginning to end. Let me stop you right there. Why? You know, it's because people always say that the book is better than the movie, but listen to me. If I don't enjoy books, I will not enjoy the book more than the movie. Oh, I wouldn't say. I was saying they are equal works to me. Okay. So that's why I would say watching those are equal works to me. People say that about the Harry Potter franchise all the oh, time. Please don't 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 get me started. Don't blow my look. Don't tell the end of the story before I get there. My bad, man. Dang, I don't know what's on your list. You should know Harry Potter, as you know. All right, uh, let me tell you what I'm gonna do. Okay. Instead of instead of going back to the comedy stuff, I'm gonna um, throw in a couple just few couple movies here sure. that came out recently or okay. within the past four years or so that have profoundly affected me because of the artistry of them. Okay. And it's from the same director, so I'm going to lump them together. Okay. Um, one is Get Out and the other is Us. Yes. Get Out and Us. Okay, Jordan Peele. Man! <laughs> Jordan Peele is so crazy because he went from... You know the comedy stuff, all mm-hmm. the, all that stand-up stuff or, or, or um, sketch, sketch comedy, comedy. Yeah. and then he went to writing these movies that have so many um, layered things mm-hmm. that holy crap! You hear somebody say something like that to you, and you instantly can identify mm-hmm. it like the "I voted no, for no, Obama." No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It has the quotables too. T S mother. Hey, I mean, it has this comedy and it has this quotable same thing like um, like in Us, yeah. dude. I can't remember exactly what he said. Dude's got the bat outside. Want to get crazy? Let's get <laughs> Thank crazy. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> get crazy. All that stuff. It has all the quotables, but it, it shows you. It has so many different layers to mm-hmm. it, and it makes you look at society in a way that you never really looked at it mm-hmm. before. If you, you know, for me, with a list full of comedies that um. I never took the time to notice before. Well, I do have a question for you. What's that? Do you drink tea? Is is it okay? Are we okay to drink tea now? I refuse to drink tea from like a mug. Oh, like even when I see. So you ain't gonna stir it. No, no. no. If I I will drink a McDonald's sweet, I will drink a sweet tea from like you know served in a cup. But no, no. But but I will not drink no hot 
tea. It ain't happening. Like I, I like Whitney Whitney'll make some tea in one of those little cups and I tell her to go in the other room. Like get that away from me. I ain't trying to go to no sunken place. I ain't trying to. I'm terrified of that idea. Pulls out the phone, starts flashing it in his eyes to make sure you're there. <laughs> okay. I can see that. Um in kind of the horror realm. Ooh. Never been able to watch this movie all the way through. Don't plan on watching this movie all the way through. I have unfollowed people on Facebook and on social media because they are posting stuff about the remake of this movie, Child's Play, <laughs> and Chucky. We, no, 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 no. Don't get along inanimate objects, and that's probably why me and Pinocchio have some issues. Inanimate objects come to life trying to kill folks that no. Because your imagination's too strong. Yeah, I can't. I don't mess with that. It's, and it's a little ginger, evil-looking kid, too. Mm, punt it, bury it, burn it, drop it into the depths of the ocean, find a volcano, drop it in there. Let's just get rid of child's play. Yeah, it's it's, oh. it's, it's your imagination. Your imagination messes with you too much. You see a little doll over there, be like... I've done too many stupid things as a child. For example, this probably shouldn't leave this room, but it's going to go out on the internet for everyone to hear. For example, a cousin of mine who shall remain nameless had a life-size doll. And we used to do creepy stuff, like act like that doll was Chucky and try to bring it to life as a kid. So that's just crazy stuff. I don't mess with that. Just no ma'am, no ham, no turkey or bacon. So that's why me and Child's Play don't get along. Wow. So if you really want to get kicked in the face, anyone dress up as Chucky and come up on me around Halloween. Uh, with my car. Wow. I don't even because I don't like vehicular homicide. I don't want to be a podcast. I don't want to be the subject of a podcast I would listen to. Yeah, you don't want to hear. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with a Will Smith movie. Okay. Um, which one? Yeah, I don't. I don't think you do. Let, let me. Guess. I really don't. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm saying. You didn't know. Um, this is just because it's my childhood. We used to watch it all the time, and I think it's hilarious. Enemy of the State. Was not what I expected. What did you think I was going to say? <laughs> like Independence Day or something. You know, I thought about Independence Day, but um, Will Smith, is. this is where he established himself as one of my favorite actors. It's okay. why I would like an Independence Day. It's why I like any of the other stuff that he does. Okay. But Enemy of the State is one of those things where it's got the comedy, but it's got the serious action to it, mm-hmm. too. And it has hilarious moments. Um, but, uh, what is his name? Gene. Gene, um... I can't remember the white guy. <laughs> Insert generic Jake name. No, 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 no. Gene Hackman. You know you could Google it, right? I don't want to. I just want to sound dumb on the podcast. It's okay. I'm going to look it up while you're trying to sound dumb on the podcast. Okay, but yeah, you know, it has all the action pieces. It has it where they have the senator who was trying to mess with him. They mm-hmm. put the spy stuff in his room, in his, um, yeah, in his hotel room while he was cheating on his wife. And it's technically, it's almost a Christmas movie when you think about it, because it happens during Christmas time. It's as much a Christmas movie as Die Hard is. Think, and Die Hard is a Christmas movie that you can watch year-round. It's just as much a movie as Home, uh, Home Alone is for a Christmas movie. True. You know, I mean, it happens during Christmas time, so it must be a Christmas movie. I'm really doing my best to stall so you can find his name. Look. But I'm pretty sure. State came out in 98. 98? Yes, it did. Wow. 98. Let's look at the cast. And we're looking for it. 
Jane Hackman. That's what I said it. I said it. You did. I said it three minutes ago. It was Jane Hackman. Congratulations. Thank you. Enemy of the state. Go ahead. Okay. So, <laughs> back to childhood. There's this wildly successful franchise television show that really should not be should not have been successful. Should not still be affecting my life. Should not still make me turn into a five year old every time I see anything about this. But one movie that affected me super great because remember my first movie I saw in theaters was Lion King. Second movie I saw was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So there we go. Kirsten. That's yeah. on my list. I knew there'd be at least two. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh. It was campy. Super campy. But it was funny. The ooze is back. Like, going back watching that movie now, some of the lines were <clears throat> kind of pretty dumb. Like, when Ivan Ooze is destroying the command center, playing the flute, talking about things he missed, like the Brady Bunch reunion, <laughs> then I immediately have a memory of watching the Brady Bunch reunion. But, <laughs> It's hilarious, but it's good. It's funny. I like it. And what that even made me, it made me appreciate Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. made me appreciate the movie that came out a couple years ago, the Power Rangers movie. That movie actually made me sad. Right. When, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie, when Billy dies, and then they just have... can't think of a song just playing all sad and soft and it's not a song you would think of in the background it just makes you so oh no poor Billy poor black Billy dead black Billy he wasn't the first he wasn't the first one to die in the movie the brown man was not the first person to die in the movie there was some fishermen killed earlier right okay but it was so sad you're absolutely right Body Morphin Power Rangers the movie actually for that very same reason it was like one of the second movies I saw in theaters it was so campy it was so dumb Listening to Amy Jo Johnson as Kimberly cry when Zordon died, like, it still gets me. Right. And, like, it does. And she has, honestly, one of the best screams, <laughs> most recognizable screams in all of television and film. Because she had to do it a lot. She was a damsel in distress. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> hey, you want to talk about... Mm. Okay, I, I was about to spoil a movie. Okay. All right, so... One movie that majorly affected me because of the ending and because it was a culmination of like 10 years of cinema. The movie that I have on this list is Avengers Endgame. Endgame made the list of movies that affected me. and Oh, because we all needed therapy after that. Because the ending... If you hadn't seen it, I'm, I'm going to do my best. Russo Brothers said we can spoil it, but I'm not going to spoil it. That okay. ending made me mad for weeks. For weeks. I, I called, The first person I called after that movie was my mom. Mm-hmm. I said, Mama, why didn't y'all tell me this is going to happen? Because they saw it before I did. This is angering me because I just didn't see the point in it. And you know what? Can we just talk about it? I mean, the movie's happening. It, it's, it's three months old now. But they're re-releasing it. Okay, but... They're chasing that Titanic record. Nah, screw it. We're going to talk about it. Okay, so... <laughs> Tony Stark... I know... I understand that Robert Downey Jr.'s contract was up. Mm-hmm. And same thing for Captain America, mm-hmm. um, Chris Evans. Um, I think Chris Hemsworth's going to come back. But, you know, I understand that their contracts were up. But with the way that story unfolded, and with Tony having a daughter... And him being so close to uh, Peter Parker, mm-hmm. I just felt like that was the wrong thing to do. 
just from why are we leaving another child out here without a dad? I know that seems simple, but I just I just don't like Disney. that concept, huh? Disney kids don't have parents in Disney. You always got to kill one of them, even if it's a father figure. <laughs> it just blew your mind, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. I just I just don't like it. I don't. I don't. I know they could have wrote them out any other way. Iron Man could have just retired. He could have retired. Maybe they had cameo roles in other movies. Like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm here doing this. Don't bug me for nothing. I got y'all to do that stuff. And, and that could have been the end of it. But then we wouldn't be talking about it to this day. I would have still. I would. They could have done anything else, and I would have been talking about it and been fine and been satisfied. Because I. I care about the way I mean I'm cool with the way actually no I'm upset with the way they wrote Captain America off because he wasn't supposed to age the way he did he's not a normal person unless that he traveled back in time to be in that same spot to give the shield and that was way he was the Captain America from way in the future instead of just you know aging up to the present right that would make more sense but he wasn't supposed to age like a regular person that's neither here nor there I just don't like what they did with Tony's character because I just I'll never agree with killing him. I just will not. I can't do it. It's okay. I can't. I'm I'm getting pissed about it now. You'll be strong. And they'll still catch another chick. (laughs) And they'll be strong. On a great bank account. On a great bank account. (laughs) What you got? Well, since we're in the realm of superheroes, and people killing our parents or siblings, Big Hero 6. Great movie. Big Hero 6, if you haven't seen it, is honestly, I could go down a deep, dark hole about Big Hero 6. It's just hilarious. It was one for the smart kids out there. Um, so I really appreciated all these really gangly, nerdy folks becoming superheroes in the most random way. And Stanley Cameo was in Big Hero 6, so it made it even better. Nick's looking at me like really lost about where it's a Stanley cameo. No, I've seen bits and pieces of it. I haven't seen watched um, the whole movie. I haven't seen it in its entirety. It's there, you know, because I, you know, there's another movie. I know this isn't on my list, but you know how we were really excited about The Incredibles two. Mm-hmm. But it was coming out. I still haven't seen it. I still haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. And at this moment, I'm going to walk out the room, and we are no longer going to record this episode. Oh, man, we're almost done. We got to okay, true. We got to we got to yeah. cross the finish line. How many do you have left? Seventeen. Seriously? Eightish. Okay. I'll tell you what. I have two. Well, oh. I have two things left. So here's what we'll do. I can blaze through. No, 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 no. no. Let me blaze through because one of them's blazing saddles. But. <laughs> Like, <laughs> Blazing Saddles is the type of movie my dad and I just watch and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh about just every stereotype known to man. Gene Wilder's hilarious in that movie. It's. it's I will see your Blazing Saddles and raise you a movie that I didn't type, but I'm not, I'm going to add okay. to it. I'll see your Blazing Saddles and raise you Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, once again, a hilarious movie. <laughs> Another hilarious, yes, stupid is. movie. It is. It, it really <laughs> Dave is. Dave Chappelle is in that movie. It's, I did not realize Dave Chappelle was... A, yes. I'm going to have to go watch back and watch he's, that. He's a chew. <laughs> Bless you. No. That is my son's name. Achoo! Lord. Now I gotta go watch Blazing Saddles. 
I mean, not Blazing Saddles, Robin Hood, Men in Tight. I am a sip when I watch Blazing Saddles. Though. Oh, my okay. goodness. I can't believe I didn't type that one out. Go ahead and do another one. And then Wait. Okay. No, I can wait. I can wait. Wait, no. That's not what I'm trying to say. Let me go ahead and do these, and then I'll wait some more. Okay. So, I couldn't exactly figure out which movie that I wanted to do from Leslie Nielsen. But he, he's another guy. He made all those parody movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you're talking about um, Naked Gun series. Airplane was the one that started it all. Um, Wrongfully Accused was another movie. But I guess when it comes down to Leslie Nielsen, the one that I have to really say is my mm-hmm. favorite, the one I watched a lot when I was growing up. Again, I had no business watching this movie <laughs> because it came Why out like when I was I was supervised. That's the problem. They just let me really. They just let me watch dumb movies. Okay. Spy Hard. I love that movie. Oh my god. If that movie was on right now, I would stop what I was doing and watch Spy Hard because it's so stupid. That that one has um Andy Griffith in it. Mm -hmm. It's just so great. Like he's the bad guy. But Andy Griffith is a bad guy. That's unheard of. <laughs> they do they do a flashback episode. They do a flashback scene where um the the the, the, the cap, police captain comes in, the lieutenant, and they flashback. They they scare the guy who he walks in, uh-huh. and they literally flashback to like when's the last was like the last thing he remembers or whatever about them, mm-hmm. and it's that exact scene. It's so stupid. <laughs> I, I just can't help. I love it so yeah, much. I I'm not gonna lie, I haven't seen that movie in years. You haven't seen oh man, I gotta, I gotta, you gotta watch Spar. It's so dumb, and and you'll get you'll get and appreciate these jokes now that you're older and mm-hmm. that you've had some time. You're like, oh my god, that is a '90s reference. That's so dumb. It's so great. I can't help. It. Hulk Hogan is in that movie just like for a cameo where he wrestles somebody to fight. It's so okay. dumb. It's like, <laughs> it's, just, it's just one of those movies. It's just one of those movies like. Uh-huh. Again, if you know my personality, I like stupid that's, stuff. That's probably something you would watch then. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to hit a couple really quickly movies during my childhood that I don't know if it's just because of long car rides. No, not car, because there was no car as a child. Long, full-size van rides with a TV and a VCR in them. That's <laughs> where you had to watch these movies to keep you behind quiet. Any Beethoven movie... Like the big old dog movies, uh-huh. all the time. Any movie with a dog, those were Corey movies that we had to watch. So, Beethoven was that. Then there was also movie um, Matilda. Oh yeah, Matilda. We watched Matilda so that, like, I think we destroyed two VHS tapes maybe of Matilda. We watched Matilda all the time. That's my cousin's favorite movie. Like to this day. We still watch Matilda. I'm pretty sure. I think it was like last week, the week before. I'm at, I was at my parents' house and we watched Matilda. It was. It was. Um. It was on Father's Day on TV. Okay, so that's when it was because I I distinctly remember watching Matilda recently. Okay. Um. Another thing that just screams family to me all the time because I remember being introduced to this movie. I'm not going to tell you how because I don't want Tyler Perry coming after me. But Medea movies. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Recorded stage plays was how I was introduced to Medea. And so it's just hilarious. This is something that we weren't really seeing much 
I'm not gonna say Tyler Perry was the first man to jump in a dress and act like somebody's old angry grandma because he wasn't. But he did it, I feel, for the most part at the time, the best. And made, hired a bunch of people. Cicely Tyson credits him with restarting her career. So, just doing great things there. I agree with you. How many more you got, Nick? Well, I got one more, but as we were talking, I had another one that I can't believe I left this off the list. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a sports movie kind of, sort of. Okay. But it's not what you're thinking. It's another okay. comedy. The Little Giants. <laughs> <laughs> Little Giants. I don't know why I thought you were going to go like heavyweights or um, why? The Sandlot. Because no. heavyweights is hilarious. Okay, see, here's the thing. When people talk about you know, those classic you know, sports movies, it's Grace again, it's got this outfield. great message. And Angels in the Outfield was another good one. Dun, no, dun. Angels in the Outfield was trying to save a struggling baseball team. Yeah. It's Look, it's God's thumbnail. Like, that's from Angels in the Outfield. I'll never yeah, forget that. I, but I did it. all of the quotes... From Little Giants. Mm-hmm. Football is 80% middle and 40% physical. I call this play the annexation of Puerto Rico. <laughs> she might be hard to try, but she still got a squat. Oh my goodness. Cowboys, Cowboys, win, win, win. Giants, Giants, help us, God. <laughs> the fact that he's made faces for every different <laughs> voice. <laughs> this is the problem with the podcast. That's just all audio. Spikes just, in hell. You just missed off with that. Spikes in pee. We okay. football hell. So I have more movies on my list, but the more I think of them, they ain't, they ain't all of them. <laughs> it's not there. I'm going to hit two. Mm-hmm. That just really... I couldn't get through this list without mentioning another movie that's kind of just... It makes me think of my family because you is kind, you is smart, you is important. <laughs> the help. Like, we read that book as a family first and like, it was hilarious. Then, oh my gosh, they're making a movie. Oh my goodness, they got Viola Davis and Octavia Spencer in it. Oh, we have to see this. And just, the help is just an awesome, awesome, awesome movie. Especially being from the South, you see things. In that light, a lot. And sometimes you want to make people a pie. I just couldn't do like many. Hold on, let me pause. <laughs> the fried chicken scene. There are some things that I know I just fake. But I know good and darn well that was someone's real cast iron skillet. They were really frying some real chicken and some real Crisco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can't fake that. You can't fake Brian. That's you. all of Octavia Spencer's Alabama coming out of her. She is real. She got a brown grocery store bag, someone with some flour mixed up in it, making her own fried chicken. Do people still use the brown? I don't even know if you can find a brown yes, grocery you can. store bag. Brown grocery store bags at my house. I, I miss I miss that way of frying chicken. Mm-hmm. I, I miss. I know that sounds crazy, but you know when you think about your youth and the cookouts and just seeing that brown mm-hmm. bag just popping, shot, 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 shot. You know you about to get some good food, either yep. fish or chicken. They about to throw that in the Ooh, grease. I'm hungry. I, I am too. That's why I'm thinking about it. But you, man, you see that brown bag, and I'm glad you brought that up. Also, Octavia Spencer came out of nowhere, have a solid Hollywood career. Well, I mean, not out of nowhere, but, but I'm yeah. talking about as far as like Hollywood, so mm-hmm. just like boom. Mm-hmm. Octavia Spencer, she's everywhere. And well-deserved being everywhere. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely I enjoy her work. Okay. So I have one more movie. 
do you got one more? I do, but my, mine is kind of like a perfect ending considering the name of it. So go ahead and be yours. It better not be the never-ending story because that's not the perfect no, ending. No, God, okay. no. Woo. So, it's not like this isn't a top ten, so I'm not ranking these. And it's hard for me to pick, so I'm not going to pick. But the Harry Potter movie franchise from the first one to the last two were just really freaking awesome. They were a portrait of my life because those were some of the first books I read. I remember being literally the first kid, the first kid at my school to check out the first Harry Potter book. I remember waiting in Walmart at midnight for them to cut the cellophane off of a stack of books and buying those. I remember when I got um, teeth extracted before... Um, I got braces and trying to read this book while doped up on pain meds, not realizing my mouth is open and I've bled all over the fourth Harry Potter book and I had to go to Walmart that same day to buy another one. Like, so those movies show just a huge portrait of my life. And when Dobby dies, Lucas <laughs> like, he might just be sleeping. Everybody else in the theater is crying. I am laughing I was hysterically. There. Like, couldn't watch the rest because I am in tears. Well, thankfully. Laughing. That was the end. Yeah, thankfully that was the end. Also, when they closed his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Like, we busted out laughing. Everybody <laughs> looking at us like we were crazy. No, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> you might be sleeping. sleeping. <laughs> I need to go watch that on repeat. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disrespect your movies. I just wish I'd I'd been in Harry Potter more. I've tried to fake it a little bit. Well, I thought you meant like in the movies because I know they have a solid three token role for those movies. What, what's that? I thought you meant like you wanted to be in the movies. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Okay, I got the three token. Three to- Okay, gotcha. Anyway, no. I just wish I was into that that franchise more. I just. There's something about it. It's the same reason I don't like Game of Thrones. I just don't care for... Never seen an episode. Yeah, there's no offense to Game of Thrones fans. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to disrespect you. It's just kind of like that style of stuff just really doesn't appeal to me. And I don't know why. Again, because I like stupid comedies. It's not and those fun. And those are not... Yeah. Like, but everything you, ain't for everybody. Right. But you watch Witches on Waverly Place. Not, not for real. Okay. I didn't watch it for. I mean, it, I did, but it was not okay. That's okay. Moving on. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> the end. What do you think of the end? Um, Revelations. We're gonna go some. This ain't a. This ain't a Bible. Movie. Okay. I was about to get my Bible. But, you know, we going to Bible study. The last battle between heaven and earth is called Armageddon. I knew it. <laughs> Armageddon, um, and it's not even for the movie itself. I know it's not. I know it's for Armageddon. Introduced me to that Aerosmith song. I don't want to mm-hmm. miss a thing. Now I'm pretty sure. I don't know how long that song had been out. I don't. I don't know anything about Aerosmith and their discography. But um, that song, I, to me, is like it's one of my favorite songs mm-hmm. just because I think it's beautiful. And it's my mom's ringtone because every time that movie is on, we watch Armageddon. And we still wish Bruce Willis would just not sacrifice himself to save the world. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he did it because, I, I mean, we wouldn't be having this podcast right now if Bruce Willis didn't die for us. But um, 
But <laughs> I'm just thankful for that movie for introducing Bruce me to Willis that song. Didn't die. So you're saying right now that Bruce Willis is our Lord and Savior. Whoa. You said if he didn't die for us. This is a joke, y'all. Whoa. All jokes. All uh, jokes. I would never say. All but I mean he he did save the world in Die Hard. He, I mean, he saved you know those people in the Nagatani Plaza for die, from Die Hard. He saved us from asteroids. He saved us from the Fifth Element. I mean, Bruce Willis True. is a national treasure. <laughs> um, until you know, I can't. When has he been a bad guy? There is, are movies like the M Night S word last name I can't pronounce. Shyamalan. He's not a bad guy in that. He's he's a hero. Mm-hmm. He's un- unbreakable. He's somebody's bad guy. Oh man, technically, he's been a bad guy in something. I, mean, I can't, I can't remember any of the bad guy. But you know, he's a oh, ghost in the Sixth Sense. You know, so he, he's just, he's an icon. So I appreciate Bruce Willis, and I appreciate Armageddon and that movie for what it did for introducing me to that song that I love so much. There's a there's a CD somewhere in this world of me and Keisha singing that for my mom. It is awful. I'm gonna need y'all to re-record that. I- <laughs> we have sound equipment. We're using it right now. <laughs> uh, no. You sure? No, no, no. What would Jesus do? Jesus would. Um, I'm sure Nellie P would love it. I, no, she wouldn't. She, well, you know, yes, she, she would, would love it because <laughs> yes, she, she just, would. She just laughed and laughed. Yes, she would make. Oh, your she mama would roast it, y'all. She's like, I can't believe y'all did this junk. God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Okay, that's it. Armageddon. That's what ends it. We end with a whimper. Well then, thank you all for joining us and listening to us on this episode of True Comedy, Highly Debatable. Because we're going to go for that at least for this episode. Yeah, we're going to change the title around and make it, you know, usable. For now. For now. We'll see y'all. But thanks. Um, Like, rate, review, follow us online. And thank you for listening.